Welcome back to the More Joy Podcast. My name is Kelsey. I'm your host, and we are back with another episode. So today we're going to be talking all about post-grad life. And as you see by the title, it's named I Graduated. Now what? And I feel like that's a very common thought that a lot of college graduates have, especially after graduating college and just being thrown out into the real world. It's kind of like, okay, where do I go from here? Or at least that's kind of how I felt. And if you're in high school or still in college or approaching graduation soon, then this is the perfect episode for you to listen to because I'm going to be touching on some of my personal experiences, my college journey, and just kind of what I did after graduation. I'm still very much in the beginning stages of my post-grad life since I graduated last year or not even a full year. It's been a few months, so I'm very fresh into this like phase of life and so I feel like it was a fitting conversation and something that I feel like I can speak on since I'm currently going through it myself. Okay so I feel like it only makes sense if I start from the very beginning. So back in my day, no, I'm just kidding, that's where it sounded like I was going with but back when I was a senior in high school I thought that I had it all figured out. I thought that I knew my dream school. I thought that I would be majoring in criminology. I thought that it'd be smooth sailing and boy was I wrong. None of my college journey went at all as expected. Everything I had planned just went out the window. Everything just looked messy for a while. And I was kind of freaking out because I ended up transferring three different times. I changed my major three different times. And if you're in high school right now and planning out your college career, or if you're in a phase of college where you feel like you don't know what you're doing, or you feel like it's all kind of just getting jumbled up and you're freaking out, then don't worry because I am literally the spokesperson for having your college like plans ruined and having to reroute and I'm here to tell you that there is light at the end of the tunnel. I survived it and I'm really thankful for everything that happened along the way and all the experiences I gained for my plans going wrong because it really did lead me exactly to where I was supposed to be and exactly to what I was meant to be doing. So during high school I had a dream school that I wanted to attend and if it weren't for other teachers pushing me to apply to other schools in case this one didn't work out, I probably would have only applied to this one dream school because I was in this mentality where it was like, if I don't get into this school, then I'm just not going to go at all because it was all or nothing for me. I had visited the school and I loved the campus. The campus was beautiful. I loved the school spirit. I loved that they had a good program for what I was trying to go into. And they also had Greek life. And Greek life was such an important factor for me when choosing a college at the time. And it just had everything I wanted. So I was super excited. I applied. I luckily got in and it was the easiest choice to obviously just choose to go there. I didn't even consider any other school that I had gone into. I was like, I'm going here. Easy as yes. It was going great for the first three months because obviously you're still in that excitement of experiencing a new environment and new people. And after that wore off for me, I realized that it actually wasn't going as great as I thought it was. My whole life, I've considered myself to be a very extroverted and outgoing person, and I'm usually able to make conversation with anybody. And once I got to college, it was just not the case. It was actually a little harder to make friends, and it really made me question everything I thought about myself. I was like, am I maybe an introvert? Have I, have I been a closeted introvert my whole life? Because it was just hard to really make friends in college. And I feel like that's a very common theme that a lot of people experience. And maybe a lot of people don't talk about the other side of college. But for me, I really was experienced in that side where I was like, okay, I'm pushing myself to join all these organizations. I join a sorority. I'm really making the effort to meet new people. And for some reason, it's just not working out as easily as I thought it was. And it was kind of a shock for me because it wasn't something that I was used to. I feel like I'm usually 
able to make friends fairly fast. During this time at this college, I had gone in as a criminology major, but I think about a month into school, I ended up changing my major into nursing, which I really have always wanted to work at the hospital. I specifically wanted to be a NICU nurse and work with the neonatal unit. So I thought that that was a perfect fit for me. I was super excited to be pursuing that. And then came chemistry and all the science classes I had to follow through that. And I was taking, I think, like intro to chemistry, like the very like beginner class. And I was doing so badly. So I had discovered that science was not my forte, which I had kind of gotten a glimpse of not being the best at science during my high school years. But once I got to college and I was just not doing as hot as I should have been doing and getting into the nursing school, of course, is super competitive. I realized, okay, this might not be for me. Change of plans. Let's figure out what I want to do now. So there went my plans of being a nurse and working at the hospital, which is something I always grew up wanting to do. And I was always super obsessed with all the hospital shows and babies and all this and that. And I really wanted to feel like I had a helpful career in nursing. But again, it just wasn't in the cards for me. After my freshman year of going to this school, I realized that it just wasn't for me. My mental health was not doing well there. And there are other factors that just played into me wanting to get out of there. And nothing super, super serious or anything. But I'm not going to go too into detail into what those factors were just because it really does not add anything to this topic. The point is that after my freshman year, I ended up leaving the school and it was definitely a hard time for me because, like I said, I had planned to go to the school for a few years during college. I had dreamed of it. I was looking forward to it. It was supposed to be amazing. But what do you do when your dreams are literally crushed? Like you realize that your dreams was not what you wanted it to be. And I was like, okay, now what? Like, what do I do from here? I didn't have a backup plan for my dream school going wrong because I didn't expect it to go wrong. So I really had no option and just no, I didn't have anything set. I didn't have any backup. So I was freaking out, of course, as you can tell. So I ended up coming home and attending community college for a year, which at the time just seemed like the worst thing ever because I had just left my dream school and transferred into a community college. And if you don't grow up really understanding or learning or even just firsthand experiencing the benefits of a community college you kind of fall into that portrayal where in high school it's just it's just made out to seem like it's such a negative thing by the other students like I feel like the other students in my high school made it seem like community college was just like a low point and that just couldn't be further from the truth because I say to this day my year in community college was just so important and just so good. It, it was everything I wanted. And I really wish that I could have gone back to my high school self and convinced my high school self to go straight into community college for the first two years of college and then graduate to a four-year. Because community college really helped me out so much. It helped me save money, helped me save time, and it really helped me find my passion. And that led me to having kind of a head start once I did transfer out of community college. During my year at community college, I ended up realizing that I was really in love with business. I was taking a lot of business classes and it led me to discovering marketing. And prior to my college years, I actually had no idea what marketing even was or what it entailed. I didn't know that there was a certain like major for 
all the advertising and creativity that goes along into it. And so once I discovered that, I got super interested in that. I started taking marketing classes, entrepreneurship classes, just kind of those intro classes to give me a feel of what it was. And I fell in love and I realized that that was actually meant for me. Like this was what I was supposed to be doing all along. So like I said, leaving my dream school and attending community college was not in the plans at all, but I'm so grateful for it because it really helped me out when I needed it the most. During my freshman year at my dream school, I wasn't doing the best with my mental health. And so my grades were plummeting and they were just the worst they had ever been. And I would consider myself to be a pretty good student. And I really do care about my grades and studying. And that year just wasn't it for me. And it really dug me into a hole that was going to be pretty hard to get out of. So I was really appreciative for that one year at community college where I worked my butt off to get good grades and to really, really try and dig myself out of this hole so that I could prepare my grades to be great for wherever else I was going to apply to after community college. During this time, I also started dating my boyfriend, Chris, and I was going out to visit him pretty often. I would say about every other weekend I was going up and I started to really fall in love with the city and the environment and the school, the campus, and I did my research and I realized that they also had a really good business school. And so I decided to really start focusing on going there and taking it more seriously. So I started to apply there and just doing everything I could to make sure that I would get accepted, going to all the open houses and just getting my name on all the lists to make sure that they knew that I was super interested in going. It's actually really ironic because I had already applied to the school during my senior year of high school when I was applying to different colleges and they had accepted me the first time around and I ended up not going there, obviously. So now I was back and I felt like I was just begging for them to take me back and realized I had made a mistake not going there to begin with. And luckily, I did end up getting accepted after months of anxiously waiting and hoping that my application went through and all was well because Again, I didn't have too much of a backup plan in case this one didn't work out. I did have another school I could attend, but I really, really wanted to go here. And I just think that if I didn't get accepted the first time around, I probably would have waited and applied again the following semester. So I'm really glad that it did end up working out the first time around. Okay, so if you've lost track, we are now talking about the third and final school I ended up transferring to. I, from the start, fell in love with it, and I really liked it. And it was super helpful to have Chris already there to help me and guide me around the first few weeks. He was giving me tours of the campus and showing me where some of my classes would potentially be. And we had some friends who were already attending there and ended up being my roommates. So from the very start, I already felt like the much better option. I felt so at home in a way and I felt so comfy there and just very happy from the very beginning. So I was super glad that I had made that choice and everything ended up working out perfectly. Again, my grades were back to where I was used to seeing them. I was struggling a little bit here and there, but of course, who doesn't in college? So I wasn't too worried about it, but my grades were doing really well for the most part. My mental health was doing really well. I started to make a lot of new friends. I joined different clubs and I just felt very happy. The school of business there was also amazing and I was majoring in marketing, which is my third and final major I ended up trying out in college and I actually stuck to this one so ultimately it just ended up being such a great experience and I ended up spending my last two years of college there and I was just really glad with the choice I made and I was afraid that I may have regretted not giving my dream school another chance or that maybe I had made too much of a rash decision leaving to begin with but at the end of it all I can 
confidently say that I really, really am glad that I ended up leaving because it led me to this new school. It led me to this major that was just so fitting for me. And it led me to all these new experiences and friends and memories I ended up making. And I was super glad and proud to be graduating from there. So as you can see, my college journey was not smooth sailing at all. I ended up, like I said, attending three different schools, three different majors. And luckily, though, I was able to graduate on time despite all of that. I really have no idea how it all ended up aligning perfectly. I guess this was literally just the journey I was meant to take. And, you know, God really had me and really did help me out at the end and made sure that I graduated on time, quote unquote, on time, because we're going to get to talking about what on time really means. And I really hate using that term on time because I feel like there really is no specific timeline or pressure that you should set on yourself. But before we get into that, here are a few regrets I had during my college years and just things that I would advise you guys if you're not already graduated from college. And also, especially if you're in high school listening to this and close to attending college, here are some tips. The first one being, which is super obvious now that I look back on it, which I really don't know why I didn't do it, but you should really, really try to visit each college that you plan on attending or applying to, I mean, because I applied to, I think, eight schools in total, and they were all within my state. But the only college I ended up actually visiting was my dream school, which obviously doesn't really give me anything else to compare to and was kind of a biased decision given that that was the only one I had seen. And like I said, the school that I ended up graduating from ultimately and ended up loving was also one of the schools I had applied to back in high school. But the mistake I made was not visiting the school. So I had a certain image of the school in my head, which made me not really want to go there. But once I actually started to visit and attend the school, I realized that it was completely the opposite of what I thought it was going to be. And it was a lot better. And I ended up really liking the school. So I always think back and realize, what if I had actually visited the school in my senior year of high school? Would that have really maybe changed anything or made me maybe consider going to that school and not just fully be so set on my dream school? So always, always, always take any opportunity you have within your school to take a field trip to visit the campus or just take a weekend with your parents and go visit the campus because I feel like that really would have made my decision a lot easier and would have opened up my eyes to different opportunities that I was really shielding myself from. My second advice is a little more general, but if you're still in high school and going into college soon, I really advise you to, of course, set a plan and map out how you want your four years to go because it's good to always have that roadmap and something to guide you with and goals to set along the way. But just keep in mind that it might not always work out the way you think it will. I've seen people who have planned out their college career to the T and everything has gone perfectly for them. And I'm always so happy to see that everything they said they wanted to do, they were able to accomplish and that it worked out smoothly for them. So of course, I'm not trying to scare you because there are really good sides to it and it could go exactly how you want it to. And I really hope that's the case for you. But just also keep in mind that there's the possibility that it might not fully work out the way you want it to be. Because I, like I said, had planned out everything and nothing went the way I wanted it to be and everything just completely changed for me. And if that does end up happening to you or if you're maybe going through it right now and you're in college and things are going wrong, just know that everything happens for a reason. As cheesy as that quote is, you know, we hear it all the time, but everything really does happen for a reason because I'm so grateful for my messy experience and leading me to finding the right major for me, the right fit for me and 
leading me to all the right people. Because of my messy journey, I ended up being able to experience three different schools, one of them being community college, and now I can really vouch for community college and really try and advise people to take that route. And I also got to dip my feet in three different majors. And so I can't say that I didn't try to do certain things because I did. I did attempt to do certain things, but ultimately marketing and the business world was for me. So just know that if things aren't really going well for you right now, it's always for a reason. And you might look back and feel super grateful for it at the end. My third advice, again, another obvious advice that I just really didn't take seriously at the time, but really, really, really do strive to take an internship during your college career. I ended up not doing a single internship during my college years, which I don't know. It was, I really have nothing to blame it on besides just pure laziness and maybe just feeling a little intimidating by the idea of doing that since that really is a little step into the real world. And I was always really afraid of the application process and interviews since I didn't have the most experience with real life interviews besides like retail interviews, but I didn't have career focused interviews. So I was really nervous to do that. And I always felt like I was so bad at interviews. So that's always what's kind of stopped me from pursuing internships to begin with. But internships really do open up a whole new world for you. You're already getting some firsthand experience into the corporate world. You're getting prepared and you're getting your networking to be stronger from the beginning. And I've heard that a lot of times if the company really ends up liking you and you end up liking them, they might end up offering you a full-time job there after you graduate. So it's a really, really good kind of shortcut in a way. And it's also just super helpful to have on your belt. If you don't end up receiving an offer, or you don't end up wanting to stay there, you already have some real life experience to add to your resume. I didn't do an internship during college. So when it came time to, you know, really set up my resume and start applying for jobs, I lacked that real life experience from a corporate standpoint. I did have some real life experience because I had actually started my own small business during the college years. And it was a lot of like real life experience. I did it by myself. So I didn't really have a boss or anyone to turn to if I needed help or if things went wrong because I was the boss and it was up to me to figure out my own problems and come up with solutions and just run every side of the business, which luckily was pretty successful and I was just super proud of it. And to this day, it's one of my proudest accomplishments so far. But I feel like a lot of jobs don't take that real life experience as seriously as they would have if it was an actual corporate company that I had on my resume. So during interviews, when I was looking for jobs, I really did have to like talk up my small business and just make them realize that it was such good real life experience and that it was something that helped me out a lot and that would help me become a good asset to the company. So I had to work a little hard since I didn't have that internship experience to add into my resume, but luckily ended up working out. And not only is an internship good to add to your resume, but it's also just such good experience because you're already getting the feel for what it's like to enter the corporate world. Because like I said, since I didn't have an internship, by the time I did get my job, it was kind of a shock in a way. It wasn't fully a shock because my job is work from home, so I don't really go into the office, so I don't get the entire full experience of going into a nine-to-five, but it still was a shock having to learn, you know, the corporate etiquette and just getting the feel for what the daily routine would be like and working that nine to five schedule and just things of that sort. 
because my whole life I've worked retail jobs. So entering an actual corporate job was a bit of a surprise. And I really wish that I would have had internship experience before doing it because Chris actually did an internship during college. And, you know, he would wake up super early and get dressed and go into an office and, you know, work for a few hours and then come back home. And he was already getting his foot into the door and already getting a feel for what that was like. And I feel like because I saw him do all of that, I kind of started to get the idea, but nothing's as good as actually having that first-hand experience. Now let's talk about the post-grad life era. So I graduated back in May of 2022, so a few months ago, almost a year, but not quite. And after graduation, obviously I knew that I wanted to find a job in marketing. I know that a lot of people opt to take gap years and just things of that sort, but I, I don't know. I just really wanted to get a job after graduation. So I had already been applying to jobs actually during winter break of my senior year of college. And I remember I applied to about like 20 different jobs around the area. And so I kind of just assumed, okay, if I'm applying to 20 different jobs, I'm bound to hear back and probably get an interview and probably get hired by one of these 20, right? Like how hard could it be? Well, it was actually a lot harder than I expected. I didn't hear back from a lot of the companies I applied to. And if I did hear back from some, it was either to let me know that they weren't hiring at the time or that I didn't meet certain experience requirements that they had, or I would get an interview and then, you know, the interview wouldn't really go somewhere. So it was really all over the place. And I think that was my first realization and realizing that getting a job after graduation actually is as hard as some people make it out to seem because I was like okay if I just take my winter break and apply to like 20 to 30 different colleges then I'm gonna hear back from one and there we go I have a job which wasn't the case so it definitely was a little harder than I expected it to be of course everybody's gonna have a different experience some people did have jobs lined up before graduating which I thought was so amazing for all the people I knew and it was really, really good, but that just wasn't the case for me. So I was a little worried about not having a job by the time graduation came around because that's something I thought I was going to already have and didn't. So I was stressing a little bit. But again, everybody's experience will be different depending on your major and what type of field you're going into and how saturated that field is or how much they're hiring, what your resume looks like, etc. So of course, I'm not telling you that because I applied to 20 jobs and didn't hear back from any with good news is going to happen to you necessarily. But that's just my own personal experience at the moment that I can share with you guys. I took the first month after graduation to kind of just ignore the whole application and job search just because it was really stressing me out and kind of disappointing me that I wasn't hearing back. And I decided that I was just going to take that first month of my summer break to just enjoy summer. After that month was over, I started picking back up and taking the job search seriously again. I started applying. I started really focusing on my resume and just trying to perfect it and make it look the best it could be. I was shooting out applications wherever I could. I was looking for either a social media marketing position or just a marketing position. And I had applied to a bunch. And then one day I got a call back from the company I'm currently working at, and they offered me an interview. So I went through the whole interview process with them. I think it was about four different stages or five different stages of interviews. I can't remember. But I just remember that from the very first interview and my very first interaction with the company, 
I just had a really good feeling about it and I really ended up liking it. Of course, during the interview process, I ended up talking to a few of the marketing managers who were interviewing me and I really ended up liking them and I got such a friendly feel from them and they just made me feel very comfortable and almost made me feel very welcome to the company, even though obviously I wasn't in the company yet. I was just getting interviewed, but I just had a really good feeling about them and they were able to give me a sense for the company culture and it just all sounded so great and I really really wanted the job so I kept going with the interview and luckily ended up all working out and I'm there now and I just feel like this job was just meant for me from the start and I'm so blessed and so happy to have been able to get this job. When looking for jobs, I wasn't necessarily focused on looking for a remote slash virtual position. But that's what this job ended up being, which was such a blessing in disguise. And like I said, it wasn't really on my radar to look for that. So when I did get that, it was more of a change because I had imagined having to go into the office and doing an eight to five and just dressing up every day. But since this was a virtual position, I ended up having a whole different experience than what I had imagined it to be. And honestly, it's a lot better because obviously who doesn't want to sit in their PJs all day and work from home? And it's just been so amazing. And I'm just so, so glad that this position kind of found me in a way because it's not something that I knew was possible or I just wasn't expecting it for myself. I wasn't expecting to have this virtual position. And I absolutely love it. And I love that I still get the feel of going into the office from time to time when I have to help out with certain events and stuff. And I do still have, you know, my business casual type of clothing. But it's just, it was just something that I wasn't expecting and of course, was such a blessing. And I want to touch on the whole on time topic again, because I know that going through college and graduating and getting a job and just this whole like different era of going through the college experience and then having to find a job afterwards and just things of that sort can be such a stressful time. And I feel like people put so much pressure on themselves to do it on time or what people think on time is supposed to look like. You know, you go into college, you do four years, and then you graduate on time and get a job. But I just feel like that concept is so outdated nowadays because when I look around, most people aren't doing that anymore. And that's just not their priority. I see that people take you know, gap years for mental health reasons or just because they ended up not wanting to go straight after high school. I see that people will travel. I see that people will graduate earlier. I see that people will graduate later. And there's just so many different experiences going on nowadays that pushing yourself to just graduate in the four years isn't something that is super, super common anymore. And if you are a little quote unquote late, you're not really late. And it's not something that's super abnormal and that's super weird and that no one else is doing because I know so many people that have you know just kind of given themselves that time that they need and that's perfectly fine and I really really have a respect for people who are able to take a step back and take that break from college when they know that it needed or just to venture out and do something else that they desire because college is always going to be there but these years of our lives aren't so if you feel that you know you're not in the right headspace or that you want to do something else or that you need to work in order to be able to afford college to begin with then that has my full respect and I think that that's something that you should be so proud of because it's not easy to do and I know that there's so much pressure added within yourself but I really applaud you for doing what you need to do if that's the case for you. And again, I also see people taking completely different routes after graduating college. I see that people will, you know, give themselves a few months or a year to just kind of 
explore the world and go on vacations and just travel because I mean I feel like you deserve it you've been in school your whole life and if you're able to afford traveling for a year or two or whatever the case may be then that's fantastic and I think that you should fully go for it I wasn't fortunate enough to be able to just take a year off and travel unfortunately but if I could I feel like I definitely would have given myself that break but the point of this is just to say that no matter where you are I hope that you're not feeling like you're behind in any way because at the end of the day We're all in our 20s and our 20s is not when we're supposed to have everything figured out. We are so young. We have so much life and so much time to still figure everything else out. We're not falling behind on anything. So if you are late or you feel like you're behind, you're not. Like give yourself grace and give yourself kindness and just know that you're working towards a goal. You're working towards something, whether that be a degree, whether that be a job, whether it be whatever it is that you're working towards, you're working towards something and you're doing it. You're you're setting up a goal and you're trying to get there. It doesn't matter how long it takes you. It doesn't matter if you're behind other people. Like just don't compare yourselves to anybody else's path of life at the moment because our 20s is where everybody is just kind of figuring it out so you figure it out however you need to figure it out everybody else will figure it out how they need to figure it out but just know that you're on the track to something so just give yourself that kindness and just don't put so much pressure on yourself because at the end of the day if you're doing it you're doing it and it doesn't really matter how long it takes you so if you've been sitting here and taking notes during this podcast episode which i doubt anybody's doing and if you've been waiting for a step-by-step on how to successfully have a good post-grad life and you're waiting for that now what of the whole episode so sorry to disappoint but there is no like guidebook or steps I can give you because like I said everybody's experiences are so different I can only offer some words of motivation and just giving you some of my personal tips just from my personal experiences but if you're currently in a job search or are going to be soon just remember to take it easy on yourself and to not let the rejections that you may possibly get um i mean i don't know if you're going to but if you do just remember to not take them so seriously and to not feel like that's killing your thunder because you're bound to hear no's in life and that's okay just reroute and just know that maybe that wasn't the job for you every time i got rejected i just told myself like okay well this job wasn't meant for me so the job that is meant for me is out there somewhere and i'm going to find it so if you hear rejections if it doesn't go the way you plan just know it's not for you and you're still on the path to finding the one that is for you and the one that is going to be the right fit of course do all of your research when applying to certain companies i remember that sometimes i maybe at the beginning of the whole process wasn't fully doing my research and i feel like that definitely played a role in my interviews and stuff not being as successful as it could have been so once i started to get the hang of what i should be doing and what would work better i started to really really do some research i started to really prepare i started to rehearse i remember chris and i would do like mock interviews and he would ask me certain questions that i was preparing for or that i thought i would possibly get asked and that really really helped me out because once came time to interview I felt so prepared because I had been doing it for like two weeks in advance I had been practicing my answers I had been you know he had been throwing me curveballs here and there and I had been practicing how to maneuver around anything that might be thrown my way and I just think 
practice makes perfect, obviously. Do your research, take notes, write out maybe a few notes or key points that you want to make sure to emphasize and not forget and just practice and rehearse. I feel like if you can rehearse with a person, a friend, or just within yourself, also definitely record yourself like practicing your answers out loud because that's so helpful. Sometimes you'll feel like you're saying things or sounding a certain way in your head but then once you're hearing it back you're just like oh okay that didn't make sense or I'm talking it fast or let me change up the wording here or there so that was also something that was super helpful because I didn't always like practicing with someone just because I got shy so I definitely used to record myself a lot and just look back on it and just make little tweaks here and there also I definitely recommend having your friends look over your resume I cannot tell you how helpful that was I would have my friends or Chris and even my dad look over my resume and they would point out certain things that maybe I didn't notice from the beginning and they would give me a whole different perspective and different ideas of stuff that I could add or delete and just things of that sort. So that was always super helpful and I love looking over my friends' resumes nowadays and just giving them my insight and my input and just really good to have that extra help and that extra set of eyes looking over your resume and maybe catching things that you wouldn't have. But of course, just don't feel discouraged if you're not graduating with a job lined up or if you're not able to find a job within a few months after graduation. That is so normal. And I feel like the way the job opportunities are nowadays, it's just become a little harder. But just don't feel discouraged if you maybe have set up a goal or a timeline for when you expect a job to come about or if you want to be graduating with a job and you just aren't able to or you want a job like really fast after graduation of course I think that we all want that or I feel like the majority of people strive for that but if that's not something that is able to happen right away just don't kick yourself for it because it's really hard to find a job nowadays and you know like I said your job will come the right job will come along and your time will come when it comes. So just give yourself that space to just kind of explore and grow and to keep doing research and to kind of just keep exploring your options and just take this period of waiting in that transitional season in your life and just take it with grace. Also, don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone and really strive to push yourself out of your comfort zone, actually, because there have been so many situations I've put myself in or have been in where I just thought that maybe I couldn't do it or that I wasn't going to be good enough or just whatever the case may be. I really have just started going for things and I've realized that I'm a lot more capable than I thought of was of achieving certain things. And this isn't just about getting a job, but this is just in general about like maybe certain classes or getting certain grades or performing a certain way in an interview or performing certain tasks at work and just everything in general. There's just been so many eye-opening moments for me these past few months where I realize I'm so much more capable than I give myself credit for. And for some reason, I'm just like my biggest enemy when it comes to certain things and I really do stand in my way sometimes but once I get past myself and my self-doubting thoughts I end up realizing I actually was able to accomplish this and that for example like interviews like I said I thought that I was so bad at interviews and I thought that interviews were just going to be a thing that kept me from getting a job my whole life but when I went into that interview for the job I'm currently at I feel like I really rehearsed and practiced and just really took so much time into perfecting it so that when I got into the interview, it just felt like it flew out naturally. And I feel like it just went really well compared to the level of interviewing I thought I was at. 
and just seeing the execution of me doing a better job than I ever thought I was going to be able to do in interviews just really surprised me, just really wowed me. And of course, I just realized that if I put my mind to something and if I just really practice it and just really try my absolute best at something, that it's most likely possible and it's most likely going to go well. Of course, I also know that a corporate job isn't everybody's like after graduation plans. And I know that some people decide to pursue certain dreams of theirs and that's so amazing because I just think the biggest thing I always tell people and remind myself is to not quit my daydream and I know that we all have different dreams and maybe they're different than what you majored in college and what your degrees in and that's okay and I feel like that's the case for me because I absolutely love marketing of course I feel like it's so fitting for me and I enjoy what I do I enjoy my job and of course it's something I need in order to you know, survive. Like I need money for things and I need money to be able to sustain myself. But my job isn't ultimately what I'm turning to or looking at to fulfill my happiness because I do still have my own dreams I would like to accomplish. For example, I really want to take social media seriously. And I feel like that's something I've done a better job at this year is really just putting that at one of the top spots on my list and just give myself a creative outlet for that side of myself and just to try and fulfill something that I have wanted to do for years and something that I feel like I've been striving towards for years but I just told myself that this was the year I'm going to actually fully commit to it and fully try and be consistent with it every day and to really really try and take it a step further than what I have already done and just to you know just kind of level it up a little bit so when I'm not doing my full-time job, I'm also very much pursuing my daydream, which is to become an influencer or just something of that sort because I just love social media. I'm so intrigued by it and I love sharing my life online and I really want to figure out how to do something with it. And I feel like that's also something my friends ask me so frequently is wondering if my job is what's making me feel fulfilled and happy. And I feel like yes and no like yes I'm so happy and I'm so grateful for my job and I really truly do enjoy what I'm doing and marketing is something that just really intrigues me and I've always wanted to pursue and so I'm so lucky to be able to have a job that goes hand in hand with exactly what I studied and what I ended up graduating with and what my degrees in and so yes it really does make me feel happy but that's not what I was putting the pressure on in order to make me fulfilled and in order to make me happy in life because you know a job is something I need and my dream is also my dream so I feel like in a way I'm able to pursue both because why not you know I don't have to make my corporate job my full identity and my full life it's definitely a big part of my life but it's also not like everything it, it shouldn't be like all-consuming because I still do like I said on the side pursue my own desires and I feel like that's something that is very important you know because you you can also put so much pressure on a job to be exactly perfect and to be everything that will fulfill your whole life and your desires and happiness because it's just not going to be that the perfect perfect job does not exist you know you can get pretty close but it's not going to be super perfect all the time and there's going to be you know very mundane days or there's going to be frustrating days and it's it can be something that makes you happy and obviously provides what you need. But at the end of the day, I don't feel like I put the pressure on my job to be my everything or to be 
my whole happiness. So I really do highly encourage you to still pursue your dreams and to still pursue your daydreams or your desires in whatever form that may be in. And don't feel like you need to quit those desires just because you're out of college and feel like you need a job now or, you know, to take life more quote unquote seriously because you can take life seriously while also pursuing what will fulfill you. So that's just something that I always find so important to say is to not quit your daydream. And I say that all the time. I always say, do not quit your daydream because you can go hand in hand with it and you never know where your daydream may lead you. So always pursue it. Okay, I've been rambling on and we're at the 40 minute mark. We did. We got a little higher than the last episode. So I hope that you know, there are still some people who are following along to the end. I always feel like after I hit the 15 minute mark, the whole like other half of the episode, I feel like I'm just kind of talking to myself because I don't really expect anybody to actually listen till the very end. So if you're here, let me know that you're still here. Comment on the podcast Instagram or DM me or something and just let me know that you're listening to the very end because I'm always wondering once I get a little further into like the 20 to 30 minute mark if anybody's even listening anymore or if I kind of just lost them with my repetitive or maybe confusing rambling. So if you're still here, thank you for listening and I hope that you were able to get something out of this no matter where you are in life. I hope that you know, things are going amazing. And remember that things are always going to look up and that you set the tone and the schedule for your own life. And you don't have to compare yourself to anybody else or really go along with, I guess, what society really says that you should be doing or the step of life where you should be at in this moment. So like always, if you want to keep the conversation going, Follow me on my Instagram or my podcast Instagram, DM me, comment me, whatever it is. Let's talk about it. Or if you have maybe any personal questions or advice on my job or certain other things that maybe I didn't answer in this podcast and you want to know, then please feel free to ask. I'm pretty much an open book and I love to help people if I can. I'm not saying that I know every single thing, but I do know, you know, my own personal experience and if I can help out in any way, then I would love to. So please don't be afraid to message me if that's something you want to do or whatever. If you just want to chat, let's chat. <laughs> As always, I hope that this podcast episode was something that you were able to relate to, feel inspired by. But most of all, I hope that it was able to bring more joy into your day. Thank you guys so much for being here and for listening. And I hope you have an amazing day. I don't know what time of day you're listening to this, but I hope you have an amazing day or had an amazing day. And I will catch you guys in my next episode.